It's a beautiful Thursday here in Indianapolis. <laughs> it's and cold. Lakewood it's, Ranch. It's dark. Florida. It's dingy. People are not out it's and sunny about. It's and beautiful. People are out and about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a... Uh, it's excruciatingly gray here today. I'm just gonna put that out there before I before I intro this podcast. I'm just gonna vibe out for a second. <laughs> I hope everyone's had a good week so far. Hope everyone has been acknowledged for their greatness. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. With, with that, I just want to say. And I accidentally hit a button to stop recording, but it's okay because I can just say it again. Welcome to Burning Down the House Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Minth, and I'm joined by my co-host, Josh Fetzer. What's up, everybody? And uh, it's uh, it's a wonderful it's a wonderful day to be podcasting. We are 1,200 miles <laughs> no, apart, not. but you can't <laughs> stop us. <laughs> you can't stop anything. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I guess you know. Got to got to do the mental health check every time. Start up right off the bat. How are you doing, sir? Good. Um, I'm good. I'm busier than I'll get out, and that's a good thing. So, let's just hope the check checking account reflects the busyness level. That's what I go for, right? That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Being busy is only Bring good on. when the checking account when, reflects it. Being yeah. busy and not reflecting if, is a bad feeling. Right. If there's a direct correlation, cool. If there's not, rethink your life. <laughs> That's what I say about, about myself. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. No, it's, yeah. it's definitely it's busy times out here, and uh, we're getting to it, and... You might hear in my yeah, voice, I'm a little bit tired, but hey, you know what? Yeah. You know what I've learned? That means we're chill. It's better to feel tired from doing things than feel amped up from sitting around doing nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that just reminded me of like an old sketch comedy film. Uh, it was called UHF. Had uh, Weird Al Yankovic in it. Do you know who Weird Al Yankovic is? Yeah, is of that, course. Like, dating me. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we've talked about it before. I forgot. And uh, it was like one of the only movies he was ever in, I think. And <laughs> it's just, it's out there. And it's got the guy who played Kramer from Seinfeld in it. And at one point, Kramer from Seinfeld, I can't remember his real name. It's Michael something. Is uh, like, there's a game show host on like a, a terrible news network. And he says, you win nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> and it just, every time it, it's, you know, not that funny probably to our listeners, but in my head, I had a nice chuckle. Speaking of so, uh, anchors talking about winning things, you want to hear a dirty, disgusting secret of the radio business? Yeah. Lay it. Oh, this will be good. Yeah. I forgot you worked in radio for a while. Caller number nine is yeah. not caller number nine. It's whichever caller no I decide kidding. to pick up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> caller number nine. There you were, win the prize. <laughs> there were, uh, there were instances where, um, where redacted at redacted would pick up the phone and, and if they didn't if they didn't like the voice of the person on the line they'd, they'd just pretend like the call dropped and get a new winner because oh my god what happens is is so they actually call the winner off air 
um, and record the call. And then the studio engineer really quickly chops it together to fit within like the 10 second spot um, to sound sure. cool. Yeah. So if the people they call right. aren't like overly excited or, or, or like happy about it, like they'll just, <laughs> there are people that'll just savagely drop the call, pretend like it was a disconnect and just <laughs> go on to the next person. <laughs> that is savage because you know it's like mostly like you know the people who actually have the time to call in like who has time to do that when you're like busy at work you yeah, know what i mean exactly like it's mostly soccer mom types or like grandmas or something you know what i mean retired folk like it's it's not <laughs> it's like people that you don't really want to insult you know like yep. the most innocent people in the world in a radio station is just like ah <laughs> savage <laughs> hit the savage button drop them you know like <laughs> yeah that that was one thing that was like radio is crazy cuz like it's like one of the few media breeds still out there that's predominantly like older people <laughs> So it's like it's a bunch, like it's specifically where industry. I was at, where I won't name or anything, but like where I was at, right, it was right, like, right. yeah, you shouldn't name it. was it. a classic rock station was one of the stations in the building. And like the guy hosting right. it, like, like, you know how Ozzy Osbourne like can barely talk cause he's done so much drugs and been around so many loudspeakers. Like that's like 90% of the yeah, people yeah. in the building. Like it, it's crazy. Oof. It was, it was an experience <laughs> to work there. Like nobody really knew what they were doing or what was going on. They had just been doing the same thing for so long. I, just, I, I, I can't imagine like <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I have a vision in my head and that's why I'm laughing. But you know, just like a guy sitting there with a cigarette burning oh, you know, yeah. his ashtray. Oh, like, and, and, just talking and to, on the radio, like talking trash, watching the news, and crying to, about life. <laughs> and to tie it into tech, like mm-hmm. they were they were so old minded with tech because of right. something that a lot of people don't know is that audio equipment, like I, you know, with most tech things, you think it moves really quick, so you're always buying the new things, like. Most right. stations that bought mics in like 2000 are still using those mics. Like there's just, there just mm. isn't that much movement in the audio equipment world to warrant buying new equipment. And so a lot of people, right. they, they just took that whole approach with their technology as a whole. Like this company I'm working for, like this is like a multi million dollar, like syndicated radio show right. radio and they're show, editing yeah. their audio in Adobe audition from 2006 on a windows <laughs> XP machine. Yes. Like, I love it. I of rem- course they are. I remember just sitting there. That was actually one of the main reasons why I ended up like, I really did not enjoy doing it at the end was like, I don't know. Right. I like went to school for the audio and like, I learned how to do it on like modern hardware. And like, I'm sitting here yeah. waiting a minute and a half for a clip to bounce. And like, that's something <laughs> that on like a MacBook happens in like four seconds. Literally I would. Right. It, and it was crazy. <laughs> so cause, cause I you're going it. against a live clock. Like you, it's, it's right. It, it, it doesn't you know like, it makes no sense like the you're fact, yelling at it like oh my gosh literally like, go, no you have a gu- out of time <laughs> you have a guy like outside the door of the editing room like oh we gotta put this shit on the air in two minutes and you're like uh, dude like this computer's going to explode like I can't. <laughs> yeah they're like come on intern make it go faster oh uh, it was so fun oh, I, so, I remember one time great. i had to get out the weather at a certain time and they wanted it out like faster than it could happen and i had to explain 
to the tech person there, to the IT people, I was like, listen, like this computer is at 100% CPU utilization, 100% disk utilization, 100% RAM utilization. You are lucky it is on. Like, right. <laughs> it is right. barely functioning. And they were like Stupid. really pressed about it. And then the moment, it, it's, the moment I was like, the, they were like, how do we solve this from happening? I was like, get a new computer. It was like... <laughs> I, I, I want to hearken it like to here. like the eye of a storm. Like you got all right. these people, they're pissed, and then the moment you bring up buying a new computer, they're like, oh, "I guess it doesn't they're matter." Like, <laughs> <laughs> of course, it doesn't. Oh, it's so funny. I mean, it's it's to that point. Like I've it's been on my mind quite a bit lately for some reason about PCs in general, <laughs> and like, dude. You can't keep driving your O2 Honda Accord until it's, you know, in 2030 or 2025, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Things going to die. It's same things with the computer. Like, dude, they were only meant for like five to seven years. <laughs> like, well, like, even, come on. You know? Even if you are determined to get the last drop of performance <laughs> out of it, okay, you are. That's fine. But when it starts breaking, stop fixing it. Right. Stop fixing it. Get rid of it. Like I get using like, it until know. it's not usable. That I, it's not how yeah, I would conduct sure. myself, but I understand why someone else well, per, would. It's at home, it, like your consumer, like at home, sure, fine, whatever. Get whatever do whatever you want. You know what I mean? At home, I don't care what you do. Like, go nuts. Like you can Frankenstein parts and pieces and you know what I mean, do whatever. But then those Problem is when people are like, "Oh, I Frankenstein this one at home, and let's go into the business and <laughs> just do yeah. the same thing." <laughs> like, no, dude. Like, y you want reliable equipment that you you know, like basically these machines are kind of printing you money. You should be doing, you should be keeping what's printing you money up and running and fresh and healthy. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah, well, that's kind of the point. It's extra weird when. Because, okay, I, I can even, I'll even give people a pass if they decide that they just don't want to care at all and they're going to wing it. Okay, you right. want to wing it. It's the people that sign a contract for IT services that then are like, <laughs> I don't want to spend the money on a computer. I'd rather spend triple the money having someone fix the bad one. Yeah, over and over. That's the where <laughs> that's where I always end up scratching my head. Like, hold on, you are spending, you're spending that's $600 to save two. It's it's typical, and it's it's always going to be a thing. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is. It's just that's that is literally why IT people have jobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's not the reason. I shouldn't I shouldn't be so like definitive with that. It's one of the many key points, though, for sure. For sure. I mean, I'm, yeah. Just the idea it's, it's, that people like, oops. and it's not lack of. It's not lack of knowledge or resources for these people that they don't know they could get a new one. It's just for some reason, no. the the thought of a new computer is a very daunting thing for people. Yeah. Like, yep. It's just so oh, I've much. I've got to redo everything and blah, 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 all my settings. That's why, you know, that's one of the big reasons why I think um, using something like a virtualized platform is really good. You know, we're in tech side now, but like, you know, Windows Virtual Desktop is pretty new. It's pretty, pretty awesome. It's expensive, but it's like, you know, you don't have to really change anything ever. Yeah. Like that's designed to be in the cloud, like available to you 24, 7, 365, if that's what your um, subscription or what you're paying for with your service provider, you know, is 
uh, giving you, but you know, it's designed for that. It can, it can, it can, uh, hold all your settings forever, which is sweet. That's awesome. You know, like that's yeah. great. That's what you want, but uh, it doesn't matter what local hardware you use. You just got a remote into it. It's gotta be, you know, compatible and that's about it. So that's pretty awesome. Um, but you know, it's funny to me that like, just, I don't know. I know. I know what you mean. People will spend way more trying to fix things. And that's why there's like a whole huge market of stuff like that, you know? Oh, yeah, for like, sure. Like, that's why the aftermarket exists, the refurbished market. Like, Dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk to people for a second and get them to understand <laughs> something. When you buy... You must know some of the listeners on this podcast because you do that sometimes. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> go, go ahead with your thoughts. Sorry. <laughs> um, if you... Not all Dell Optiplexes are created equally. Yes, they all what? have the same <laughs> silver plate on them that say Dell. And they all say Intel something. But here's the kicker. Right. Your <laughs> when you buy a refurbished <laughs> Dell Optiplex 3020 for $70 yeah. on Tiger Direct <laughs> you, what you what you're buying is a computer that broke in 2008 <laughs> that, <laughs> right. That, that was then fixed it's and not, nobody wanted no. it until you, now. Yeah. <laughs> And that's um, uh, that's kind of the thing. I and, mean, and I don't know. Well, and and, and the <laughs> real can't. the part that of this that's an actual PSA is that one thing to actually look out for is when you buy refurbished anything, they are going to say that they put an SSD in it, and an SSD, everyone, you know, the guy, <laughs> the average consumer goes, "Hey, an SSD is faster than a hard drive." Correct. Right. But right, it is when you put a twenty dollar SSD with no DRAM cache in it. <laughs> It is not faster than a hard drive. It is actually oh, slower and they're like really <laughs> shitty. So they break. Now we've had, I will say across, across our environment oh where there God. are a couple refurbished Dell Optiplexes. I have had four now fail because of bad SSDs. And actually, hold on, hold on. Oh Lord. <laughs> He's grabbing one. <laughs> Here we go. I love it. Maybe the latest. Is he grabbing yes, one? Yes, the la the latest one is a Sun East or Sue East Sue East five hundred and twelve <laughs> gigabyte <laughs> SSD. Is that a is that is that the brand name on the Ye on the drive? Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Josh. It is. It is a product oh of gosh. China. So I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is for the listeners, I'm gonna look up the Sue East SE800 drive. Hmm. Let's see. Nice. Let's see. Let's see how how is it performing. Here we go. Oof. <laughs> this is gonna be. So this so, is gonna be brilliant. So the Samsung. <laughs> 980. Its average <laughs> disk rating is 33,520. The Sue East SE800 is 2.3. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a little bit of a d disparity. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, come on, people. Cheap is not always better. Like, if you can't afford it, don't be in it like that's the thing you know 
Well, it's oh just it's like buying a too big of a house. Well, there, you know, there, you can't put furniture in it. It's like, come on. What you're you really know? doing at that point is, especially when you start gambling with cheap drives, is you're 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 gambling your data right, right now. Like, there's a user that they need yeah, data off right. of this drive, and it's probably not coming off of this fried Chinese no. drive like that. No. And so it's a yeah. Just I, y- you got to buy a decent brand name and and store your stuff in the cloud. I mean, that's really the that's the world we're in now. You can't be buying these cheap generic garbage because it'll fail you every time. That's what, you know, and that also is what gets Microsoft and Google and or Samsung, I should say, or whatever, the Android operating system makers really, like the, or not the operating system makers, the hardware makers. They, uh, you know, they do that. They allow their stuff to run on these really cheap, crappy hardware. And it's just like, no, I wish, I wish they would take more of an Apple approach that way. Yeah. Like say, okay, here's the here's the bottom floor of the floor. You know, like the bottom floor, however you want to say it. Like we don't go below this line, you know. Yeah, no, that as makes far sense. As quality goes. And and that would be that would solve a ton of the world's problems with this stuff when it comes to the practical day to day, like the end consumer, but when it co- or the, even the um business consumers as well, because small business is like really clueless about technology for the most part, unless they're in the game or like, you know, they're younger generation startups. Um, there's a ton of business out there that just doesn't get it. So like, you got to stay away from stuff like that. You got to have to, you got to have decent hardware to run your stuff on. Again, this is the stuff that's supposed to be printing you. Like it's your, it's your machine that you look at and go, yeah, that prints me money because I can communicate with it and get deals done or, you know, do my job or whatever. That's the way to think about it. It's, it's cost of doing business, but it's a revenue generating asset. Like (laughs) if you could track how many units get processed, whatever whatever those units are on a machine, that's the way to think about it, right? Yeah, 100%. Like if you're a real estate agent, real estate agents cannot f- survive without a computer. Like they can do most of the job without one, like when they're out giving tours and stuff. But right? you Whatever. can't do the selling but aspect the end of, the day, of it. Right, you can't do the, you got to sit down and do your analysis. You got to get on a website and you need the big screen. You need like multiple screens in some, t- some cases. You know, you need the full keyboard and mouse experience. You have to have that in order to do the work for the most part. Right. And I'm sure some would argue, Oh, I can do it without it. Whatever. Fine. Good for you. Like, I don't care about that. I'm saying most people need a damn computer to do their jobs. And if you think about how many deals these real estate agents, the average one does well without that computer, if they're all passing through this machine, why are you not buying a quality machine? Why are you not taking care of it? Why are you not, you know, hiring an MSP or somebody who can put some decent software on it for you? That'll, keep it protected and encrypted and, you know, secure and all those kinds of things. Like those are the things you should be thinking about. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. Like those are the, those are the issues that are real practical day-to-day issues that really have a true impact on your business. And we can show you quantifiable, quantifiably, is that a word? Yeah. Through I'll say through quantitative and qualitative, you know, results that, you know, does, it does impact you. So that's the thing. And that's where like, you know, a little, little bit of a rant there, but like, that's the way that, that we, everyone in business anyway, should think of these things. Yeah. 100%. Don't buy junk. Don't buy junk. You don't have to buy the most expensive thing. Just yeah, don't nobody's buy junk. Saying, like, <laughs> nobody's saying like, to outfit your shop with like, you know, c- 
custom water cooled rigs or whatever. Like just yeah, rigs. Like when you buy the Dell Optiplex, right. maybe buy a new Dell Optiplex from Dell <laughs> instead of buying it from Sanjit. And you know, I think it'll be. Hey, it'll Sanjit be okay. does quality work, and you respect that yeah, guy. Yeah, you're right. right. He put the Sueys to drive in there. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. You need to trust him. Um, you know, and to be fair, like the, 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 like, I feel bad kind of saying that kind of statement in a way, like there are people that don't have access to some of the stuff we have access to in America and they're doing the best they can. So props to them. There's, but yes, there's also for American business doesn't work. There's also <laughs> never mind. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> okay. Gonna, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Um, it doesn't matter. Tech news. Um, tech news. <laughs> there, nothing happened. Let's get to that. Um, like at all. But uh, nope. one thing that we have, <laughs> nothing. One happened. thing that we have missed since we had pod last is the Apple event happened. So I'll just give a quick rundown. Yeah, it's da- I, I was gonna. It's Daniel's Apple good. time. All right. Apple had their spring event on 420 this year, um, and they announced a couple new items ranging from the Mac lineup to the iPad to a new product entirely in the AirTags. So uh, we'll do AirTags last because there's a little bit of a lawsuit. But um, first things first, they announced the iPhone 12 will now be sold in purple. Hooray. Yay. Purple iPhone. Yay. Oh, my gosh. No one cares. Um, Sweet. (laughs) There's a... Hey, there's like 3% of the population that care. That's that's true. <laughs> and the iPhone 12 has actually been very good for Apple, boosting their revenue up 54% in this last quarter. So, um, Oh, that's good. I will say yeah. go iPhone 12. But um, P- People, yeah, finally giving up the iPhone 6 is what it sounds like yep. to me on that. And uh, on the Mac side, so th- this past year we've seen Apple um, switching over to using their own SoC, their own uh, processing units, the M1 chip. Um, so the iMac got a full redesign with the M1 chip. Um, yeah, they they, they thinned it down to like, I think it's 11 millimeters thick, the the entire screen enclosure, because the M1 is so tiny. Oh, wow. Um, and it comes in all the colors. So they tried to hearken back to the, uh, the I don't know if you remember the iMacs with all the colored oh shells, God. the plastic ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you they're, they're kind of... Yeah, you could buy different ones. They've yeah. made like sleek aluminum colors that are reminiscent of those colors um and at first i was like this is awesome i love the concept of an imac i've been thinking about switching my intel mac mini to an m1 mac mini so i was like maybe i could go to an imac but they made some mistakes so i'm gonna go through what Hmm? i lost you there i lost audio uh oh. Hello. There we go. I have audio yeah, again. I think. Do you know how when it stopped? Something. There we go. I think I'm back. Okay, I'm back. Quick audio problems. I think we're still recording. That's can you weird. hear me? I can hear you. All yeah. right, cool. I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. Welcome to audio problems. Okay. Um, right. Mac Mini, uh, not Mac Mini. iMac. Um, yeah, it's color. So I'm gonna go through the top three things that are a problem with it. Um, number one, they are not putting Ethernet as standard on the machine. You cannot get a wired connection on internet in the machine. Um, you have to add that in for a hundred dollars, oh or Why? now they incorporate that into the power cable, which is dumb as hell. Um, that is so stupid. So dumb. 
Um, number Come two on. that That's... I have a problem with in this um, is that they still included the big chin bar at the bottom. Um, and they did that to make it super thin. But the problem is, is that it's super thin on the Z axis and you never see that. Like it could be 40 what inches thick and like I don't care because I'm looking at it from the front. Um, and the ultimate killer, the reason why I will not be buying an iMac with the M1 chip is the bezels are white. And that is disgusting. Really? Yeah, no, I'm gonna here. I'm gonna send you a link real quick, just so you can give them your live yeah, reaction. I, I was gonna pull it up. I was trying to look for it. Okay. But yeah, the bezels, the bezels are completely white in the front, and just like the white iPhones and iPads, it sucks for content consumption. Like I what, stare. That, I don't even this. They, they come on Apple, like. The design is beautiful. Is, the machine is good looking. Design. Everything about it is dope, except for the the big chin bar and that those white That's bezels are just abysmal. Ridiculous. It should just be like if you want to get real about it, it should if you want to get this thin and this slick, it should be like what not zero edge. What's that called? Like the corners, like the the screen goes over it the corners. Be, it what should be called? an uh, iPad zero, display on a mount, essentially. Like you yeah, have the newer iPad, it should really look like cool, that. Yeah, and it should have very little minimal like bezel at all on the front. I mean, and it should be like completely just screen for you know like and I don't know for for scale of how thin it is for people at home. You cannot plug a headphone connector into the back of it. You have to do it in the side because a headphone plug is actually longer too, than yeah, the long. than the display is the thick. Width. It um Thick, yeah. a headphone connector is fourteen millimeters and this is eleven. So the headphone connector is on the yeah. side of it, so it's gotta poke out really stupid. Um Yeah, this this is this is ridiculous. Like this is like I just who who's the target demographic for this? The target is like students and people have this in their kitchen and it's a good looking functional home desktop. Kitchen. And I get that. I really do. I totally understand. I understand the colors. A lot of people were like, why would I want a color desktop? And I understand. I get that. We all were a lot of us work and we work on computers. We don't play. So we we don't think of it as like a colorful fun thing. But for a lot of people, the iMac goes in the kitchen or the iMac's in the living room and they want it to look good. So yeah. I get that. But the problem is, is you took all the computing out of it like yeah the m1 yeah, the m1's dope but no ethernet no um the ports are hard to get to the headphone jacks on right. the side and sits out uncomfortably when you're it's just a lot of the usability got tanked for design aesthetics and that's just unacceptable yeah that's upsetting it's just so like i don't know i mean this thing, my reaction is, it's just, I, it makes you want to puke. Is it looks like a Fisher Fisher Price toy, like, and it, it sucks because it, it like, doesn't have to. Because like know. colors always make things look cheaper. That's a fact. But it doesn't have to look it as does. cheap as this does. If they would have made that like a space no. gray bezel with a more muted color, like like what they like they do with the what? iPhone, where they have like the dark forest green and the dark blue, right. and they make it right. look and elegant. Cool. That would look, look sick amazing. on that's an iMac. Yeah. The, these are basically like I see this and aside from the silver one, I think, oh, this is for children. This is like a kid's toy. Yeah. And it's a $1,300 kid's toy at minimum, <laughs> you know, like, so it's like, um, okay. 
Yeah, and thirteen hundred like thirteen hundred dollars get gets you eight gigs of RAM, and you can only go up to sixteen. It, that's seriously. Yep, that's it. Eight gigs of RAM eight in twenty twenty one. Are you guys and, kidding me? And the max amount of RAM you can put in an M one chip is sixteen gigs because it's unified memory. The memory is actually on the chip that's, of yeah, the SOC. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, which Th- is which is, is what is stopping not, me from going M1 is when I I'm using never, Logic I'm on no. my home Mac Mini, I need 32 gigs no. of RAM. It's not right. negotiable. Yeah, you, you, right. I run, I mean, I have 16 gigs in this, you know, my personal PC at home, and I feel like it's not enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's way not enough. I can't run, I don't run any virtual machines on it anymore. I was doing it for a while, and I was like, I just don't have enough memory. Like, I tap out. Yep. Like it, it bother it bothers me. Yeah, no, thirty two um, is my minimum computer, for anything I'm going to be doing real work on. The, this is this is literally this M1 chip or M sorry this uh what am I looking at the iMac sorry <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say Mac Mini um so this iMac is like literally I would never buy this this is a piece of garbage like this is literally just the worst thing Apple's done in a long time in my opinion yeah it's rough it's rough it, it was by far I, the down I, the, the the big the big bad part of the event that's so frustrating because it's like they lost it's like they lost their design engineers or something Okay, but like, here they're going to bring it back who's, because who's, they, who's in the in, charge of it? in the same event they put the M1 chip in the fucking iPad, <laughs> which is insane. You feel there's some passion, so yeah, that is insane. Why did they do that exactly? Because they can. <laughs> okay. The iPad I Pro mean, will be shipping it. with the M1 chip uh, this um, summer. Um, it is. They are putting yeah, the XDR display on the 12.9 variant, which is their 6K, like gorgeous reference display. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, the iPad will officially be as Beautiful. powerful as the MacBook Pro. Um, oh, which and is it's going to be five, five. Yeah, and it's going to be 5G cellular yep. capable as well. No, that's it's sick. Pretty it's amazing. Sick. That's yeah. That's um, see, if I'm picking between an iMac and an iPad Pro. Well, I'm going to buy the iPad Pro, people, because, you know, like you can do most of the things on the iPad Pro that you can on the iMac, exception of being like maybe, I don't know, st- anything you would do with a mouse, right? Yep. Because you can get the keyboard for it, but it's only touchscreen. You can't use a mouse on it, right? Like, and that's no, you the can. only reason. There's mouse support. You can use a mouse? Oh really? Oh yeah, no. When they did, when they switched to iPad OS and they made the new Magic Keyboard stand, which has a trackpad, they added trackpad and mouse support for iPad. Um, and, oh, I didn't know that. Dude, and the so other that's thing in, that's in current models as well, or no? I'm sorry, say that again. Is that in current models? That's applicable to current models as well. Yeah, yeah, no, that worked. I have oh, okay. a, I have an iPad Pro 9.7 from 2016 that works with my Magic Touchpad. Oh, with the Magic Touchpad, not the Magic Mouse. No, it works with both. I just happen to have a Magic Mouse pad. I just happen to have a pad instead of a mouse, but it works for both. Um, Gotcha. But with the new one, the other thing, so like them putting the M1 was like, that that was already, that's that's nuts. Um, We don't really have the time to fully digest how nuts that is, but I just need everyone to know that is absolutely insane. But they also made the the USB-C port is Thunderbolt 3 now. Super fast. So you have Thunderbolt and freaking the m1 in an ipad with one of the best displays on the market 
Yeah, that that's that's pushing some serious w- uh, weight, technology speaking. That's pretty amazing. I, I think that's awesome. Super cool. It, I love it. It's going to change. That is a great, brilliant idea. It's going to change the way people look at an iPad, um, especially now yeah, that, the, that the cases that they're making flip out more like a laptop mm-hmm. and have like a trackpad and right. everything. You can use it yeah, I, um, as a what, computer. I don't know what... Do you, you know what iPad Pro model I have. I don't even know what I have. He has the iPad like, Pro uh, 2018 11 inch. Okay. So that one's uh, like, I love it. I use it all the time. It is absolutely amazing. And I, I think it's, it's cool. Like it's like a little, you know, computer that actually rivals my surface laptop three. Um, I love my surface laptop three more. I'll say that, but that's just because more of preferential reasoning. Like I've, I've grown up on windows PCs, you know, I did, yeah. did grow up on max too, but in my formative years, probably teenage years, I was always on a PC and then, you know, I got to college and I went to school, you know, originally for engineering and it was all PC, PC, PC in the school I went to. So it was like, um, basically like I learned how to like, you, you know, we, we would think of it in terms of like what I was saying in the beginning of the podcast, podcast, which is how much production can I get out of this thing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like how much stuff. And that's not the way Apple functioned back in the nineties is when I went to college. So, you know, that's kind of the thing. Um, it wasn't until Steve jobs came back that it really became more of a power workhorse type mentality that he brought to the table, which was the, one of the underlying tones I thought was actually really important for Apple's rebound. But, um, that's all another conversation, but basically like I look at the iPad pro and especially with what we're talking about now, the M one chip, USB Thunderbolt connector in there, USB four. It's like, um, that that's like carrying around a really thin, just super powerful computer. Yeah. And like, if you can hook a keyboard and mouse up to that, like, and you can just take it with now it's like, Oh, what's the point of a Mac? Yeah, literally all? the distinguishment you know between mean? iPad OS and Mac OS is the only line splitting those now. Um, the only one. That's insane. That's insane. Um, and so you see this kind of convergence, right? It looks like everything's converging into like, oh, they're just going to get to one device or something. Like, I don't know. Like, it's weird. Like, why do you need? It's just form factors. I've instead been of, I've been saying so do you, you, got, you know the Microsoft Surface software. book not the laptop yes. but the book the one that it docks yeah, to the bigger one yeah yeah if Apple were to figure out a design like that that was just because be- they do it the best if they could make a design yeah, like that yeah. that felt as sturdy as the MacBook and you could dock an M1 right. iPad into a keyboard with a GPU and, and right. touch touch that screen be, on Mac OS like is just would be insane. Yep. It, it, that, all the gesture supports already there. It would, oh, yeah. it would be it's, amazing. It would be insane. It'd be really cool. That's like one of the big things. Cause I have that, uh, MacBook pro, the 26, what is it? 2019, 16 inch. Yeah. No, you, one sitting right here. Oh yeah. 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 You do. Yeah. I have that one and that one's really amazing. Um, but touchscreen, like on my surface laptop three, it's touchscreen. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was at a, a client's today, I, and I was like was flipping through with my finger on the screen, showing them some stuff on a website. It's like, this is actually useful. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Like, I, I used to clown touchscreens on laptops. Like, why do you need that shit? But then I used a yeah, Surface Laptop 3, and the ability to hold it and scroll with your yes. thumb. Like, I can't, I can't yes. really explain it on the mic, but yeah, like holding a laptop cool. and just using your thumb yeah. to scroll on the screen is so intuitive. It's, it feels it's, awesome. It's, yes. 
Yep. It, it's more, it's almost more fun to hold that than the iPad or the f- iPhone, which I have both of those. So it's kind of a strange thing to say. Like, I like holding my laptop, <laughs> yeah. like whatever, but like, it's cool. You know, and to that point, like, you know, we've gotten, so like, eventually I see, you know, if they would release, they, they don't make docking stations for these. Like Apple doesn't make docking stations. No, for Apple these, doesn't, devices, but uh, right? there's actually a new dock made for the <laughs> iPad that just got released by uh, Kensington. Oh, that like, good. It, it docks it to where like it puts it up on a thing and the iPad becomes like the screen and then there's like a keyboard and mouse. It's actually really sick. That's cool. I'd like to, I'll have to look for that. But um, when, when Apple themselves, when they finally, I think they need to release a dock because here's, and here's why it, once you get in the point where you're going from um, like form factor and it's just like the power is so powerful in whatever this portable device is, if you can easily train like it, like surface laptop three has it down, there's a dock. There's been a dock forever. You can plug one wire in the side and you can get your ethernet, your monitors, your keyboard and mouse, the exterior, the USB drives that are all plugged in or USB devices, whatever they are, printers, whatever camera, whatever, right? Like all that stuff can go into one thing. And then I got one wire to plug and unplug there. And then I carry on this powerful machine with me, right? Yeah. For portability, mobility. And then I plug it back in when I get back to my desk and I'm like rocking and roll again, rocking and rolling again with the same hardware. That's awesome. And yeah. if you could do that, and that's one thing where Apple, like I think they just haven't, I don't know what their holdup is or why they haven't done it. But like if I had that iPad pro and I could dock it, I can tell you why you know what I mean it. And it's like become like my computer and that's amazing. That's a, but, you yeah, just said, you just said the exact reason why they aren't making that product. It becomes your computer and now you're not buying a $1,200 MacBook. but, but that, yeah, that's okay. That's fair. But I mean, I, th- do they make more? I guess they, they must make more with the MacBooks than they do. Oh the yeah. 100%, 100%. Okay. Um, right. and that might, well, that, that might change it. over time, but the reason why you'll, you'll probably not, I won't say never, but it's unlikely to see a touchscreen MacBook and, or a fully dockable iPad is because it pretty much nullifies the other device. Um, right. And they're two different audiences are trying to keep their, yeah, well, cause, well, cause that's their the other stuff. thing is yeah. like, when you it's kind of unfair to draw the parallel to the surface because the surface runs windows when it's docked or undocked versus the ipads running ipad os which like just it that's the reason why i could never switch to an ipad right now is the fact that you can't run x86 applications right on an ipad and like that kind of is what i do on a but the ipad is 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 not for me it's made for the people to go and have meetings at starbucks and use web apps and they spend most of their day in chrome or an app or a specific thing they're not running shit on their local machine they're it's salesperson it's a salesperson it's the real estate agent it's exactly it's the people that want to show you something on the device they can take it out they can show it to you like it's a book they can show it to you like they can show you images on it it's a it's a tool it's more of a tool than a computer not to say the computer isn't a tool but it's more it's like a multi-tool it's like those little things that fold out and it can be a screwdriver or it could be pliers (laughs) or whatever that's an ipad yep um, but it's a computer is just a dedicated thing that's going to be able to crush applications for you when you need it. And that suits my needs just more in general. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, it's funny. You said it earlier. Like one of the use cases I have for the iPad pro, honestly, is just a second monitor. 
Yeah. I can literally hook it up to my, I can hook it up to my Mac and sidecar, like was a sidecar or side low, whatever that's called. And then I can actually use it on my windows PC. I found a software called duet yep. that I just plug them in fires up it becomes another screen right there <laughs> yeah which is pretty cool you know like and not to not to cheapen it because it's kind of a cheap way to use an ipad pro but you know i was sitting there today it's a great like, oh, other a use screen for, for a minute right like i just needed it for like 10 minutes and i plugged it in and did my thing and then i was like rocking and rolling and i was done what would have taken me a half an hour took me 10 minutes so it was nice so those are the those are the kinds of use cases like other use cases like that i think are are pretty neat so um, anyways, yeah. So what else did they announce to this thing? Let's move on. Like what, what else do they bring? Last thing they have they is air tags, which if you know the company tile, they make little things that yeah. you can geolocate. Um, air tags yep. are just Apple's proprietary tiles. They have the Apple U one chip in them, which is directional. So when you get within range of your device, um, it'll actually, your iPhone can actually point you to the device and oh, get within, within like, I think it's like a couple inches. It can like direct you to the device. Um, which is super sick. It connects to the Find My network, so it uses a mesh network across multiple Apple devices to kind of geolocate different devices. Um, and right. yeah, they're just super cool. One of them's twenty nine bucks. Four of them's a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's just it. a super nice thing. Um, they're getting sued by Tile key. because Tile says that mm. this is this is un, idea. that this like. is bad for competition. <laughs> Um, is what yeah. they're saying, um, which is, That's I stupid. think it's very competitive for them to make that for their I, own product. I, um, and absolutely. Tile will get told to shut up because they have no, I mean, I get it. You made the product first, yeah, unless, but it's not, it wasn't that uh, unique of a product. Right. So unless they had a patent that, or like some, you know what I mean? Some like legal standing, there's nothing that like it, just saying, Oh, you made the same thing and we don't like that. That's a pretty dumb and, reason. Yeah, and I'm, just the fact that I Apple put the product out should tell you that Apple did the research and do due, due diligence to know that like, yep. they're, they're, they're yep. well within their legal rights to make this product. Yeah. Um, so I think no, that'll I be, a, that I, that'll be a great like stocking stuffer this year. I think a right. lot of, I'm going to get them. Well, I'll for sure be getting them. I oh, lose, yeah, them. I lose my shit constantly. So I'll be putting them on everything I own. Well, if I, you know, if these are, are they, I mean, they're obviously battery operated, but they're not like, they're like super low power. So you don't have to charge them all the battery, time, right? Like what, battery power for two years, I believe with a user replaceable okay. battery, like a CR 30, 2032. Oh, that's nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Super easy yeah, to so use. I'll, I'll, I'll get a couple of these and just put them in bags that I want to keep track of. You oh, know exactly. I mean? like One's going to go in my awesome. backpack. One will go in. Yeah. I, I, um, I found something they, they, they're it, making these. little holders for them. Um, like, like nice yeah, little leather holders so they can go on your keys. Yep. Um, I want to yeah. see how thick I, I they mean, are. I want to try to fit one in my wallet. I want to see if I can make that happen. Yeah, for sure. That'd be cool. You know? Um, yeah, there's, there's several, there's a lot of use cases and, and the reason why I've never bought a tile before, honestly, and it's a similar reason, which goes into a bigger conversation about not using multi-vendor products, like different products from different vendors don't always play the same yep. and they're hard to manage once you get a, an accumulated, you know, amount of them Yep. and like to have everything in Apple's ecosystem is just awesome. Like As I... I'm more and more leaning towards like, especially in the home environment, just like, okay, let's just get an Apple TV. Oh, I have the Apple TV app, so it's okay. That's no big deal. But like, you know, like having the, uh, um, sorry, home pod, uh, having that 
sitting <gasps> somewhere instead of an Alexa device or having the tag. And then, you know what I mean? Then it's all integrated. That's pretty awesome. I almost forgot the most important thing that happened on this Apple event. They announced a new Apple TV, which I don't care. I'm not even going to talk about that. Cool. New TV, whatever. Um, but there's a new feature where you can use your Apple's front facing sensors and put it up to your TV and Apple TV TV will calibrate the colors to be the most color accurate for you. And that is sick. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder how that works. Um, since they're not huh. using your TVs, um, it's like literally Apple TV will will calibrate its output to okay. Because because it's actually using a sensor on the outside world, so you're using your sensor to look at the right. screen, and then it's gonna it'll calibrate the digital output of the Apple TV based on what your screen is, based on what your phone sensors gotcha. are sending to the Apple TV, which is just so sick. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, that's pretty cool, actually. That's that's a pretty remarkable feat, honestly. <laughs> you know, somebody spent like two years probably working on that. Oh yeah, like that's. <laughs> so I gotta yeah, call they, that It's out. funny because cool. they they, they yeah. kind of brush by it like super quick, and like it took me a second, and I was like, wait a second, I think that's like really awesome and revolutionary, and it is. Yeah, that's amazing. It really is. That's pretty awesome. I don't know. Like to be able to calibrate something just by holding your computer up to the screen. Yeah, like, like what? Here, fix this. <laughs> hey, make it look good. Maybe that's, my TV yeah. kind of sucks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's but yeah, awesome. that's that's pretty much the Apple event. Outside of the Apple event, really nothing happened. There's really nothing to get to. Um, yeah, there's so not we'll, much I was looking we'll through. We'll just too. chalk it up to a good old chalk Apple podcast there. today. Right. Yeah. Lucky you, Apple. Free promotion. <laughs> As if you needed it. <laughs> Full dis- we don't get paid. We don't get paid to say anything about them, but we'll talk about them. Hey, Apple, if you want to pay us to talk to. about you, hit me up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh-oh. Cortana yeah, I- just popped up. She thought I just said her name. Oh, there she goes again. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, you yeah. were saying. I, I conclude was just, for I us, would, Mr. I was just going to tell everyone that I wanted to thank them for listening thank them for their continued support um pardon me i'm gonna thank you too with a cough in my throat sorry yeah see josh just got to get the vid on you real quick um, <laughs> yeah there you go the digital <laughs> yeah, version <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for listening to, on this wonderful thursday we will be back next week with more burning down the house austin will be with Burn us it. and it'll be wonderful and we will see you then bye everybody